Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Let It Fly, episode number 24. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Star Wars and, you know, the fact that it, I think that the last two, um, I think with both Empire and Jedi, I had read novelizations or variations of that. I think with, with Empire, I read the Marvel comic, and um, this was before they called them trades. It was just a, a little bit a slightly oversized um, comic that covered the whole movie. And with Jedi, I read the book before I saw the film. And in both cases, you know, what I enjoyed about it is that there were little details <clears throat> that we didn't get in the movies. And, you know, I saw The Force Awakens. I've seen it twice now. Um, and love it or hate it, I know there's some haters out there, but I'm not going to dwell on that. I really, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the film, but there were some issues that I had, some minor um, I, I don't want to call them plot holes because I just figured the information was not given to us in order to keep the film the length it had to be. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be all in. I, I've been kind of, uh, in a star Wars mood for a while now and it comes and goes. It's like, I get it for a while. I get the bug. I'm, um, absorbing and reading and, um, listening to all things star Wars and then I kind of uh, move off of that. I just kind of, kind of burn myself off of it, and you know, burn myself out, and then go on to something else, and then come back later on. And obviously, with all the Star Wars buzz, you know, with the Force Awakens coming out, and the fact that in when tickets went on sale, I knew we got uh, we were able to get marathon tickets, so we saw all the films um, at one time, and really enjoyed doing all of that. So. For me, you know, when I when I finished watching The Force Awakens, then I went the second time. The first time, you're just blown away by everything. You really need to see it twice in order to take in the whole story element and what they're setting up and all that. Really enjoyed it, and I was decided that, um, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and read the novelization as well and see if they fit, fit it in those plot holes. Now, um, I'm going to give one minor spoiler. So if you have not seen Star Wars, uh, then don't listen to this podcast. But it's just an example of one of the things that uh, bothered me about the film. And, you know, again, a minor thing. I love the film. I can't wait to buy the Blu-ray and watch all the special features. And I hope that it's loaded up with special features like the other Star Wars films have been. But it was just a minor thing that kind of bugged me. And the novelization filled in that gap for me. There is a scene where they have the map of where Luke Skywalker's at. They have their set they have their little segment, their little section. And suddenly R2 provides the rest. And I couldn't understand what was happening there. That why, you know, what was it that happened that made R2 uh come off of low power mode and suddenly offer up information? Because if he had the information this whole time, why did he not provide um the this information? And it wasn't really well explained to me why suddenly he came off of, you know, he came up off a of low power mode. I mean, what was the thing that 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 made that happen? And for a while there, um, I was wondering if it was the presence of Ray. Maybe he knew something. You know, maybe that's the connection. But I just felt that it wasn't well explained. Well, in the book, they explain it. The fact that they show this piece of map and they're talking about that the rest of the map was in the Imperial archives. And the fact that, you know, they'd have to, they, that information was now gone and they weren't sure how they were going to access it. 
Um, well, here R2 in the book C3PO says, well, R2 says that he has downloaded all of the Imperial archives and he's now searching for it. He's now going through um, his memory, which is what he was doing when he when he first powered up, and then he provides that information. And when I'm talking about little plot holes, little tidbits like that, that's what I'm talking about in novelization. And there's a lot of those um, throughout the novelization. Now, I will say that um, as much as I enjoyed the book, I don't think I would have enjoyed it anywhere near as much as, uh, as I would have if I'd seen the film, if I hadn't seen the film, rather. And um, with Jedi, I enjoyed the novelization a whole lot, and I could not. It made me really want to see the film. Um, with this one, I don't feel as though the action is captured as well as it was in the film. And so, you know, it, maybe for that aspect, it wasn't quite as enjoyable. But at any rate, if, you, if you're a fan of the film and you have those minor um, plot holes that are bugging you like I did, um, it's well worth your time to invest in either reading the novel or getting the audiobook and um, you know, going through that and help, helping to fill in the plot holes. Um, because and I'm kind of hoping that the scenes that were trimmed would, um, you know, will be included on the on the uh, on a, the movie edition when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or um, digital or whatever. And you'll have the opportunity to go in and watch all those deleted scenes. Hopefully, they're all there and they help fill in all the blanks and, and make everything come together a little bit better. Um, like I said, there's several of those. I don't want to go through them all because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But that was one of the ones that kind of had me mystified. Um, a little bit. It wasn't a big thing, but it was enough that I was like, hmm, I wonder what, uh, why suddenly R2 came to life and decided to, to go and help them. And I've been kind of sitting on this for a while because I'm kind of waiting for um, everybody to get an opportunity to see the film and all the, uh, the excitement and everything of the movie to kind of pass over because I don't want to, definitely don't want to spoil anything. And there is, um, you know, when it, when a movie comes out, I mean, my, my thing is, is, People cannot wait to discuss something that they saw on TV, you know, and, you know, and I can't knock them. I can't complain, you know, when they see it, they, they, they take part in a book or a comic or a movie or a TV show, and they're so excited to have a discussion with their geek brothers about what's going on in this. And I can't knock it because that's why we have social media with our friends. That's why we have, that's why we do podcasts. It's a driving, driving force behind all this is because you don't have somebody, you can't go and have a discussion with a next door neighbor if they're not into it, right? But you know your friends that have, that like this stuff, that are interested in doing this stuff and that are, um, you know, want to take part in all this. And because of that, you know, you can't wait to get on there and kind of blurt it out. Well, you know, it used to be back in the day we had mailing lists, you know, we would do spoiler space. We'd put the, the you know, the talk about putting in the subject what the episode was going to be and put some spoiler space in there so people couldn't, didn't automatically read it right away. Or, you know, you would have, um, you know, a forum or something like that. Well, with Facebook, you don't really have that. People just kind of blurt it right out. And then other people get upset, and I don't blame them. Um, when Star Wars was coming out and everybody kept putting links to all this information that they heard or this news story, or, you know, there was another clip or another trailer or, you know, something like that. I avoided all that because I wanted to go in not really knowing much of anything. And I did. I, I succeeded in going to see Star Wars without any kind of, uh, other than the teaser trailer where Han and Chewie say, we're home. You know, other than that, um, I had really seen very little other than the, the little uh, mini trailer on TV. 
and that was like the two weeks preceding um, going to see the film. That kept com- kept coming up when I was watching TV, and it would just get me super excited. I could not wait to do it. So um, I, I try to avoid the, the spoiler thing when possible. Um, but at the same point in time, I don't get like some people get bent about something that's been out for like a year, you know. And at that point, I was like, okay, well, this has been out for a year, you, you know, or two years or ten years, and they're like, ah, you spoiled it. Anything's a spoiler. Well. Yeah, I, I don't feel bad about that. I'm having a discussion about something that happened. You know, if you didn't, if you don't, if you haven't taken part of that, you know, I'm sorry, but that you're not going to you know, keep me from having a discussion about something because you haven't seen it, you know, and it, there's been plenty of time. I understand the day of, the day after, you know, for a couple months after, but come on, man, you got to be realistic. Anyway, the other thing, the other project that I've been working on, and some people might have seen a picture up on Facebook, is I have spent, uh, probably two months constructing a lightsaber. Um, I have, uh, I've been really intrigued and wanting to do this for some time. And, uh, so I, a trial and error here, you know, I, I built one hilt and did not like it and realized that the, uh, the power pack would not fit into it. And there was nothing I could do to make it smaller. Um, there's nothing that I, that I could do that I wanted to do to make it smaller. There was a couple of, uh, uh, pretty big tweaks that I could do to make everything fit together, but I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to keep the uh, the power pack and the emitter and everything as, as small as possible. So I went back to the drawing board and pretty happy with the outcome. Uh, I built a lightsaber out of PVC um, and uh, had to re- rediscover my soldering skills because that's a, that's a talent all in itself. And bought a, an LED emitter and put everything together and got polycarbonate tubing for the blade that locks into place and it works beautifully so um and it was funny because i had finished that and there were a couple of other uh things other projects i was working on as well Um, i try to if i'm going to be working in a garage for long periods of time um, i actually try to run my foundry at the same point in time because it can heat the garage very well heats the garage and we were having uh weather that was in the teens. So I try to find a secondary project in order to melt, because I'm running the foundry, I can melt some aluminum, but I'm just not gonna melt it just to melt it. I wanna make sure that I'm gonna do a pour. So I make sure I have some some uh, some molds ready to go, and then I heat uh, I heat everything up, and then I go and, and do that, and then um, I, it heats the garage while I work on this. Well, so I poured all the metal molds that I had, and I finished the lightsaber, and then I was just like suddenly, kind of felt empty. I'm like, well, I have no other projects here to, uh, to work on. And I was trying to get everything completed because I was supposed to have jury duty. And, you know, jury duty, um, the only thing I don't like about jury duty, well, I haven't actually done jury duty, so maybe I hate the whole thing. I don't know. But the thing I don't like is the fact that they keep changing it or they keep um, postponing it and telling you to call two days later or two days later to find out what's going on. And I just like to have a schedule up front and I don't really, uh, I don't really have one, so it kind of bugs me. So, but I was all happy. I was like, okay, I got I got all my projects done. You know, it's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And I figured it'd be a jury selection process. Process, so at least I have time to read some comics or something while I waited. And then Tuesday came around, and that's why I had that jury duty. And at like six thirty in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, they call me and say, hey, the trial for today was canceled. So I was like, cool, I don't have to go to jury duty. So, but by then I was so keyed up, I couldn't go back to sleep. So then I got up and I'm like. I have absolutely nothing planned for today. There's no, I have 
no projects to work on. I have nothing. And I got kind of lost. It's been the first time in like forever. I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do. Um, ultimately, I ended up watching uh, the last two episodes of Scream Queens and then I've um, been sitting on my DVR for a while and then read a few comics to talk about an upcoming podcast. But it was, uh, it was a really bizarre experience for me not to have something to do. And even um, the weather was 16 degrees and I even attempted to do a run. And uh, so normally I do about five and a half miles as my minimum. Um, I try for six and a half, and if it's nice, I do seven and a half or eight. Um, well, I did two, and I, my toes were so cold I could no longer feel them. And I was like, well, this is going to have to be good enough because I really was miserable. I mean, it was really freaking cold out. So I came back home and didn't notice till a little time later that even I went through all the effort of running in that cold weather, and uh, my running app didn't even log it. For some reason, it just it just was running... Like, I never started the run, and then I was just kind of annoyed about the whole thing. But anyway, it was just a really weird experience to not have uh, any kind of project in front of me. But that's not to say I'm not going to build another lightsaber because I had a lot of fun. Now I have, I wanted to get a basic one down and figure out how to do it all. And now that I know, I think I'm going to up my game a little bit and try to uh, add some sound or something along those lines and do a much more uh, intricate hilt. Um, something going to be a little bit more difficult to do. Um, with just your first time out because you have to deal with the fact that, you know, batteries take room and, you know, how you, how to work around that. But anyway, um, that's it for this week. Sci-fi dig at gmail.com is where you can contact me later.